I don't ever know how these direct podcasts go out, like how people receive these. I've asked people before and they say they're good. I don't know if they're just being really sweet to us and not telling us the truth. Probably. Um, Jeez, guys. <laughs> I just wonder because I know it's hard sometimes when we're answering direct uh, questions and, you know, different comments and different things um, that we're talking towards, you know, a small few people and there's a lot of people listening to it so they might be lost sure so i don't they they said that we tried so i'm going to try with this i'm going to we're going to try to do a good job not to get everybody lost and we're going to try to go over a couple points here do you want to reference the original article that we based all this off of or you don't want to go into that i guess we i mean we can see where it goes but this is based off of a instagram post that it it, that's why i didn't know if you want to pull the article article regardless okay i don't know if you want me to pull it up to discuss you can right now while we do this you can i I mean i was we let's pull up the comments because we're just going to answer we're just going to go through them and and answer them direct because i think we figured we tried this podcast a few different times i think the best way to go through it is just i i hate i'm not trying to um well, no. I mean, one of you suggested that we should podcast on this, so I'm gonna go ahead and drag you into a podcast and just kind of exp- it maybe answer for ourselves um, through podcasts rather than obviously having to type it out. But we're not gonna blast you out at all. I mean, we we come at this with love, and you guys were so unbelievably kind in the comments, so unbelievably humble about what you were saying. I think we're both on the same page with being able to agree to disagree on a couple things and that's completely fine it's great that we're having this this conversation but i think at the end of the day we're going to come back with a lot more um you know respect for each other's points um because we you know i want to clarify a few things too but so dragging you into instagram comments on a post that we made about tour observance i thought this it was an article that i read this morning and i thought it was a good job that they did about Jews for Jesus. Jews for Jesus did about just kind of generalizing the problems with Torah, the Torah observance movement. But I thought they were fair enough in saying no that like this is very this is still important mm-hmm. and it still benefits many many people and you know many people still decide to do that and that's cool that's great and it's in there's encouragement in doing so but but pointing out some of the but issues. they're pointing out some of the extremists and the crazies in the inside the movement and they were kind of generalizing the crazies in their movement much like we would do with christianity with like in one of you even said it you know, unfortunately, that's usually how things get defined, right? By their extremes. So when you say Christianity, you're going to say, okay, the extremes. Then you're going to, you say Torah observance, people are going to assume that you're saying and doing these things for necessary salvation. You know, that's just, unfortunately, that's the way that it goes. One of you also said that, you know, unfortunately, that takes away from a lot of the beauty of the, in the truth of it. I completely agree. So does the same exact thing what people do with Christianity, with just basic Orthodox Christianity or what it was supposed to be. Um, you know, I, I completely agree with that. So we're in the same agreeance on that. And I guarantee you that I believe that I lean 
way more towards Torah observance than I do mainstream Christianity. Yep. So make that completely clear. Well, that's kind of where we have been surprised sometimes because we get slammed with this Torah observant stuff weekly, you guys. This is a constant thing that we deal with, that we get stuff from, either people who have been very hurt by it or people who are coming at us against it. Yeah, it said that we are ignorant to it. Yeah, we are incredibly studied on the topic. Well, and that's the thing is most people assume that we don't know what we're talking about because we generalize a lot of things. And I understand People and we are, do disagree they, with parts of and it. And that's that's the extreme. When you sometimes when you listen to podcasts, you assume that that person and I've listened to him too. Okay, I've listened to atheist podcasts, I've listened to different religious podcasts that I'm just like you you could tell that unfortunately they're just the absolute epitome of whatever that belief is. Yeah. You know, and and that's unfortunately how you get defined. So podcasts, yeah. They're, you're going to judge off of what you first hear. People assume that we're ignorant to these beliefs, that we don't know them, that if we did know the truth, we would feel differently mm-hmm. about them. And we've been corrected so many, many a times and shown what their true belief is. I've learned some things from some of these things that I've seen. I have understood better at the, the belief, but... Um, I still disagree with much of it on the extreme side of it. Well, and that's where I think to remember... But we're not... We know what the arguments are. I just... With a podcast, we don't... We don't go over every single point of defense. And and unfortunately, we generalize a lot of... We have to generalize a lot of things sometimes. Um... And if that's harmful towards your, you know, um, a practice that you decide to choose, I definitely don't mean it to be. But it but does always ahead. kind of catch me off guard when people get on us for this type of stuff because right. I'm like, you do understand that if you were to take all of the practices of the Torah movement crowd, that's really where we lean toward. Right. If we were to have to identify ourselves by a man-made, you know, term, that right. would be more where we lean toward. So it kind of cracks us up a little bit when people get so mad about it because we're right. like, do we not come across clear? Here's but, what I... Oh, but I was just going to say, but the problem that we have here, to kind of clarify the, this general form, and then we're going to go through these comments and Brandon's going to break down the specific, more specific points, but... Across the board, the church has done an awful job. The church has tried to remove all things Jew from Christianity, which is awful. It it is ridiculous. And to be to that one extreme only causes a reaction for people to then swing to the other extreme where Mm -hmm. you have like Hebrew roots. That's why, Brandon, we shared the Jews for Jesus article because, again, we think they did a very fair job at showing this. Yeah, matter of fact, I the reason why I sent it is because I thought that they did a good job with saying, like, no, you need to know about this. You need mm-hmm. to know more information about this because it's extremely beneficial. Well, pointing out things where people that teach this Torah observance or, or abide by it will cling on to words like forever but not the word, you know, like obsolete come Hebrew. So, you know, you get these things like this. So our point in this being is that if somebody is saying that 
the adherence to Torah law, to Old Testament law, is required for salvation, mm -hmm. that is absolutely wrong in every right. sense of the word, or have nothing to do with or that. Or if you're going to try to force somebody into this and say that you must mm -hmm. do it to follow Christ. Yes. That's not... That's not it at all. That's not it at all. And then there's another point that comes to, I see Christ in Torah. I see sure. Christ in the law. I see living as Christ has instructed me to, you end up doing many of these things. I see Christ in honoring the holy days. I, I enjoy, and that's, you know, where our family definitely has fall because we look at this and we go, I see all of this. But the problem that really sticks out for us, and this is the problem that we are referring to most always when we talk on this, are the people who are teaching or implying, which I think is just as bad and just as damaging, implying that you are a lesser Christian right. or you are not loving God the way that God wants to be loved. Therefore, you are less holy if you do not follow our Torah law. Right. And then that's where you get into it. And it's like, okay, guys, you want to sit down and look at this? Because you can't follow all of Torah law. Number one, there's no temple. Number two, there's no... Pre right. Like, you could break down where, all of that's this. That's where I thought the article did do a so good job. Like, there, so let's just remember, was... you're picking and choosing what you consider to be Torah law. I don't okay Grace Faith Torah I'm going to I'm going to call you out in the most loving way you guys have been the most kind sweet and this has been the most um pleasurable conversation that we've been able to have on you know two opposing sides oh completely it, yeah. that we've had in a long time and this is how true Christians should as two brothers and sisters in Christ should act um you know I I understand that at the beginning, I, I'm sorry, you said that you enjoyed stuff that we've done. However, you couldn't disagree with this article more. I, un, I, which I'm so sorry that you that you feel that way about it. I thought it did a good job of actually defending your view. Mm -hmm. I, I really thought it did. That was that was honestly why I would why I had um, chose to share it is because I think there is there's a lot of beneficial things to doing this mm -hmm. and i the article states that the church and that we have done a terrible job of taking all of this out replacement theology is a heresy that's going in that's all over in the church right now and the fact that so much of this was removed and taken out it's very very unfortunate mm -hmm. Because I completely agree. I mean, most Christians don't realize that in the millennial kingdom they're going to be they're going to be celebrating feasts. Yeah, and it says specifically that all will come to Jerusalem just yeah. like they once did. So it's like, whoa, Christian. Even if you don't think you be knowing all this Jew, Hebrew, guess what? Like, it's gonna get real what? Jew again, it's real gonna get quick. Real Jew, and you're grafted quick. right into that. Exactly, <laughs> and you're grafted right in. So you better know this, and you mm -hmm. better understand that your king. This is what your king is. Jesus didn't come to set up a new religion. No, absolutely not. <laughs> he came to fulfill all that was promised absolutely. for the Jewish religion. So the fact that the church has taken that out, gosh. Could not be more incorrect. Nope. And I am completely agree with the Torah observant crowd on that. Now, I can only talk. 
I can't hit every single belief in Torah observance. I can't generalize everybody into one. So I can only really talk about the ones that we've come into. Which is what we thought the article did a good job with because it said, again, you cannot follow all the law of the Torah. And the article kind of summarized and coined it and said that most of these people that follow this Torah observance, as it's being called, are more so festival observant. The right. things that we can right. follow and right. do, which I was like, honestly, that makes much more sense. <laughs> now, I do understand that it was that it was written kind of now where Grace, I'll agree with you that I guess if it was written kind of stingy towards this belief. But you've also got to remember that this is a bunch of Jews that wrote it. Yeah. So <laughs> that still observe yeah. that still hold these Jews for Jesus are most of them still hold to they're basically Torah observant. Yeah. But like uh, the, the ones true that Torah I the one that because... the ones that I have come in contact with. I can't stress this enough. I can't generalize every different person's sure. point of view on this. But just like but in the, the New Testament in... you saw the Jews, right. the apostles still sure. holding to many of those sure. things we because at, that is what their religion, doing? their culture. I mean, what were they doing after jesus returned i mean what were they they were still celebrating paul still the church they still did these things Mm -hmm. they still were going to the temple to pray Mm -hmm. so even after christ and attending synagogue and doing all of the things that a jewish person would do do. exactly so i think there's um you know that's what they do so I thought that, but I understand that it was written like kind of down trotting the whole movement as a whole. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I thought it said that, I, I just thought it was fair. But it, you didn't, and that's fine. That's completely fine. I, I don't think that, again, it summarizes all of the correct uh, viewpoints of it. But it's just, it's it was angled towards one group. And it's the extremists. Mm-hmm. It's and those are the ones that, like I said in the comment, those are the ones that I take issue with. And, and those I, are the ones you hear from the most, right? And unfortunately, that's what I know. It, you say Torah observance is not something that you do as a believer for salvation because you think that you are quote unquote more spiritual, right? Okay, you do it because you believe it is what you are commanded by jesus himself to do okay i'm sorry i didn't say yeshua um i didn't mean that disrespectful by any means so that's why i just said it to you you believe that that's what you're commanded to do okay that's fine i don't this is a different interpretation interpretation of a verse Many, well, not a verse, many different passages of scripture. You, we have complete different interpretations on that. Okay, I don't believe, I know one of them is First John 2, 6, when people say that if you walk in the way that, you know, if you say that you abide in him, you should walk in the way that he walked. And they take that. And they take a lot of that to, to mean live that, like a literal Jew. To Jewish live like man, a literal yeah. Jew. And you follow it because he followed the law and understand I've, I'm fully educated on that. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with your interpretation of that. That's fine. Does that separate us? Absolutely not. No. I don't think that doesn't do anything to um, to separate your and I 
how we interpret anything. And again, I mean, that just points to our issue comes with those who are teaching right. and implying that they are loving God the way that God wants to be loved because they do these things. And if you're not, then right, you're somehow right. And, a and you down. say that you do it out of love and obedience because it's what you believe that you are commanded to do. Amen. Amen. Okay. And then you say whether someone else does it or not is not your place to judge or comment, and you believe that most Torah observant believers would agree. Okay, I, I, this is where I did just to disagree with you just on the end part of that, because you're great. I mean, I completely, obviously, you said it's not your place to judge. Okay, that's great. Just like because if you the want problem to is, is that, when you're saying it. that Yeshua commanded you to follow Torah. That's where we have a problem, but that's not what you're saying. You're saying that you personally believe that that's what he, he calls us to do. So that's what you're doing. But you're not going to judge as long as you're not telling another Christian that they're not following Christ because they're not doing or this. Or implying it to or them. Or implying yeah. it to them. Well, he commanded this. How are you not doing that? Exactly. Well, if you're implying it, that's when we have a problem. If you want to say that, okay, I personally believe it and I follow it this way. That's fine. And I wish that was what we saw more, but for us in our experience in it's the attack. we it's get attack this stuff in every single right. week and it is on an attack front. This is what he commands. That type of a way about it. Believe me, I've had books written to me yeah. about clarifying how my misunderstanding of Torah observance and I've been taken through the script oh good lord. But yet, when you send scripture back, and you I never know, get a response. Like a lot, <laughs> I know. I send scripture back, you get no response. But I, I have no, I, oh, most of the time, I'm reading the stuff that they're saying, going, "Yeah, I agree with you." Yeah. When did I ever come across? I'm sorry that I came across that I didn't agree with you. I don't mean to lump other believers. I, I assume that I did say something quick and ignorant, I guess, that would have made people believe that in a couple of the podcasts. Well, I think because when you talk about... I have to generalize a lot of things. You have to talk about when you say Torah observance, you have to generalize. Just like when we usually talk about the church, we're talking about your average Here's mainstream church. a perfect example right, that I think that we can agree on because I was, most people that are Torah observant believe in a pre-tribulational rapture. Mm-hmm. Not all of you. Please don't. I'm not clumping into it. But I mean, it would be, I guess, no rapture would be the other view in Torah observance other than. But basically what we agree on is a literal kingdom that Christ comes to. This rules And, and the importance of looking for right? the return of Christ right, right now. So we all can agree on that kingdom. We can all agree on that idea. But mm-hmm. for instance, we have wackadoos that completely misrepresent a pre-tribulational rapture. Of course. And they, they get so wrapped up in this, like, prophecy that, like, everything is setting off everything. And it's, like, now and that people are going to be left behind. Like, this is, like, it gets madness. And it gets ridiculous. It's completely misrepresented. And then when we have guaranteed, like, you know, people that the rapture happened in 1988, you know, and, and different things like this, you get lumped into that same group and i realize that you know like when when people want to come at me because we believe in a pre-tribulational rapture i know that their first arguments that they're going to come to me at are john nelson darby Mm -hmm. and they're going to come and say that this is a brand new teaching that nobody ever you know it's the same tired arguments but i get that the extremist 
have unfortunately shaped a true biblical truth. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's nothing I can do about that. I can defend it. I can. I, I. I. agree with you when you say that you wish people understood certain. I do. I wish certain people would understand certain things too. Even if I don't. Even if you don't agree with me. I mean, it's it's not based on the extremes. I'm not making my argument on that. We could have different opinions on it. You can disagree with what my interpretation is. But I'm saying, you know, I just don't want you to base it off of the extremes and assume that I, you know, don't know a lot of things and assume that I don't actually believe that this is a doctrinal truth. And I definitely understand that I I also don't want people that are Torah observant to um, feel that way either. I mean, I, I know it seems like the two people that I that we were talking with today they were extremely educated in it, and that was what made the conversation pleasant. Mm-hmm. And I, I just didn't want anybody to feel like we have uh, misrepresented a true beauty of a belief, you know, because there there is beauty in the belief. I agree with this. Uh, what you say, you say you do it out of love, whether. You love. You have to love others regardless. His law is not a burden. It's actually beautiful instruction for how to live life. I wish more people could see that. I don't disagree with you. Amen. I agree with you a hundred percent. I think that it, the law does show how to live a beautiful life, completely set apart from the world, mm-hmm. and completely untainted by Babylon. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Which but, we need more but of. <laughs> I, but I believe that you can find those exact same principles in the New Testament without having to to take on some sort of uh, practice. But if you choose to do that, and if that offers you a deeper worship for to your God walk, yeah. for your walk, what? If, who am I to say anything about that? Nope. Go go for it you do what the you holy spirit calls you to do you do it let's i mean i'll buy you a mezuzah I we've got plenty i got plenty <laughs> and i'll get you one well but that's I mean, the thing that you know we always come back around to because you look at some of these things that people the problem that we have a lot is people from a torah observant side which again you guys we get in conversations with consistently with messages and and inquiries and stuff into the ministry specifically um i don't know why that's something that we deal with so much but we really really do and that's what we've even had friends who see comments that people leave and they're like do they know what you guys are all about i'm like i really don't think so because Mm -hmm. we really are closer to this than anything else but whatever um the problem is, is you get these people that get, okay, if you're going to be Torah observant, you obviously cannot fulfill all of the Torah law because we do not have priests, we do not have a temple and all of that, which one of you even goes into, no, anything to do with the temple, the priesthood, any of that. Those things were fulfilled by Christ and now we're all about him. We are still subject though to all of the other laws, right? right? That's what many, I would say most people, people in Torah observance believe that the the laws that had to do specifically with the priesthood and the temple, those were the ones fulfilled by Christ, but I guess the other ones weren't. So those are the ones that we follow. Anyways, if you want to get into the nitty gritty of it, there are many of the laws that obviously you are not 
fulfilling and doing. Um, there are many of the laws that were given to them to be for the people, to set them apart. A lot of them were cleanliness and just good hygiene and ways to keep you guys alive sure, and set apart. Sure, they're basic laws that everybody should, that does inadvertently follow most of the time. But there's a lot of them that, let's be for real, you guys aren't following, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have nothing to do with the priesthood. They have nothing to do with the temple, and you don't do them. Um, but Well, when, that's why... Um, that's why one of them mentioned reformed, reformed theology, and reformed that's where I think Torah the observance, observing, yeah, which that recognizes that it's impossible. It recognizes many points of that, which that's what makes separating Torah, you from the extremists right, of Torah observance. Exactly, and mm-hmm. that's what makes the this Torah observance safe mm-hmm. is yeah. a reformed Torah observance because it's a it's an honest observation over all of these things and saying that yes everything was fulfilled in christ however abiding and walking in him offers a deeper relationship in following well that's why we love the one sister who calls herself torah pursuant i love that i think that's beautiful and i think to remember and that's where i think i thought the article did a good job in saying i think you guys are more so festival uh observant than Torah pursuant per se, because you can't observe all of Torah. But when you look at it, most of the problems that come up are Sabbath, the holy festivals, biblical uh, holidays, holidays, um, dietary things, dress, um, you know, kind of practical matters of that. And that's where in our problem with it is you have people who will stand on those topics like like they're black and white, But when you look at New Testament scripture, it's very clear. But nobody wants to reconcile these things. And it's like, hold hold the phone. If you feel that you want to do those things, amen, go do it. It's fantastic. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But again, it's the teaching that they are needed. They are, are implying that you are being a better Christian because you do them. That's where we really have the issue with that. Because no, scripture, all of the letters of the New Testament are clarifying these things with the Jews and the Gentiles. How do these things work out for us Gentiles that come into this? And it is very explicitly clear in dealing with matters of dress, matters of diet, matters of practice, matters of what days are special and what days aren't special. Uh, I mean, it goes through literally all of these things. Right. Let me... um, But you need to talk about where to draw the line. I'm going to go ahead and read a couple more comments because I think one of you, another one of you, um, well, fine, I'm going to have to, Christy, I'll go ahead and call you because you told me to do a podcast on this in one of these so here it is and i think and and hopefully i'm you know we're not trying to be antagonistic at all and i know again you guys were so kind and like i said true brothers and sisters in christ i think we we just get scared we have conversations about this i think we just get scared every time we talk about it because as as soon as we even mention this everybody messages us trying to like fight us on it and we're like oh my gosh please stop please stop fighting no division i don't want to and i don't want to seem like i'm calling anybody out or embarrassing anybody or misrepresenting what anybody says so i'm just i'm just going to answer your comments and and some of them were i mean great and just kind of sum everything up you said that um there are those extremes in many camps yep that's 100 amen the law was never for salvation depending on what theology or covenants you believe in amen it was not 
it was following the law was never uh, atonement for sin. It nope. could not do that. Nope. So, amen. It pointed out sin. It pointed exactly. I agree that I 100% agree with you. You're right. Um, there's different, yeah, different groups believe different things. It depends on what theology that you believe. Because we have seen some right. that believe that they believe, that's correct, how you that that's exactly seal how you in your salvation. For sins. Exactly. But to express God's holiness and uh, live a life of sanctification, um, wait, never for salvation, but to express God's holiness, yeah, and live a life of sanctification, correct. Uh, what's don't um, isn't that picking and choosing what most are actually doing? Have we how we decided what's moral, civil, ceremonial to God is an interesting discussion. As if God gives laws that don't have moral foundations. Salvation is a free gift from God. We don't add to. We give nothing, and it's mercifully given to us. Amen. As a result, we bear fruit in the line with the Spirit, and most of that happens to be Torah. Uh, since we can agree the moral parts of the Torah stand. Amen. I think we're closer than you think that we are here on this topic because everything that you're saying is is pretty much correct except for how you decided what's moral, civil, and ceremonial to God is interesting discussion. I, I don't find that as, as hard or interesting as you do. I find it completely clear. 100% completely clear in the New Testament. Um, I find that clear in Hebrews. I find that cl clear in Galatians. I find that clear in all of the Corinthians. Honestly, I mean, you list a New Testament letter, and I feel that could be where our biblical interpretation differs. And, hey, if that's where that does, then I agree to disagree with you. Sister, I that's fine. Sure. We can we, we love can, you and support you. We and love you we're and all support brothers, you. Sisters in Christ. And, and you know, like I said, I think we're closer even in our disagreement. I'm closer with agreeance to you than I am disagreement. Mm -hmm. But I think the part where we would have to stand is where you believe that you think that we're picking and choosing what to follow and what not to follow. When I believe that my yes, I'm identifying this as my biblical interpretation. I believe it's complete biblical truth because it's clear. Mm -hmm. When it says this, it literally it means what this, it says. This it literally means what it says. Exactly. And but at the same time with that with that argument right, we are inadvertently following the law in so many different ways. That I mean just by not having our neighbor's wife by not, you know, mm -hmm. doing these certain things. There's many ways that we we inadvertently follow this. And if we could get a more beneficial piece out of that and understand uh, who the human version of, of our Lord actually was a little bit deeper through that, mm -hmm. amen to anybody that, that, that should do that. And I agree with that. Um, you know, just as long as you're not playing it out, saying that it's some secret information that that does get you, you know, more points, so to speak. Let's just generalize it and say that. I don't mean to disrespect your view, but let's just, you know, it's it's quick conversation. Let's just say, you know, to get you more points to get you a higher place, you know, just to like you're gonna 
you know, be any different than that dude that barely skated through on the skin of his teeth and on his deathbed. You know, yeah, anytime that you think you are something, remember you're nothing. So if by doing this, yeah, I mean, this that's kind the, of that's gives Galatians you... That's Galatians 6.3. Yeah, if so anybody if, thinks he's something, then he deceives himself. Yeah, so if doing this puts a seed in your heart that makes you feel like you've got a one-up on some other Christian because they're not doing it the way you do it because they just go to church like a normal person on a Sunday. Sure, and, and they're not following Shabbat, they're not, or they're no, not they're yeah, and they're doing, not doing any of this. Yeah. That's where there's an issue, but that's a heart issue that right. you need to deal with, right? And that's across the board for everyone, right? And like you say, um, you say that the extreme people tend to be Hebrew roots movement, yes, 100%. And I thought more so that's what the article was going after was probably the extreme views, you know, or more the Hebrew roots part of it. And I thought that's what it was going more so against. And that's who I thought it was being kind of... And the points that they generalized, though, that were more so just standard Torah observance, I still think that they did a good job yeah, with I in thought, showing I mean, the difference. Uh, uh, but again, we don't have to agree on whether we liked it or not. Um, their warped view of salvation is just the tip of the olive the iceberg of bad theology. Yeah, you're right. Uh, seriously, and blessed have a Reformed Torah group. Yes, reform theology. Yes, I know. And there's a lot of respect to be had in reform Torah theology. I think it's very, very interesting. Um, again, as long as we're not, you know, it, it, even in reformed um, Torah theology, as long as we're not being um, – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, I don't want to say absolute. Mm-hmm. But legalistic, I suppose, which sure. is kind of funny to say because yeah. we're talking about law. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I guess just making it a necessity, mm-hmm. let's just say. Yeah. Um, you know, thank you. You say that you have been too ready to send us an email. I've got a feeling that this is I, – I hope it's a good email. I hope it's not based <laughs> off of – just a general, I know that I have said things before about it. Um, and I know, I've noticed that we do have people that are Torah observant that follow our stuff. And I don't want to, <clears throat> I don't want to offend anybody. Nope. Because like I said, I think we're more on your side than any other side. Mm-hmm. And I think there's actually a little bit of um, curiosity to that. I think people don't quite understand that because they're like, wait a minute. Okay, you guys are like, like acting like you're Torah observant. But like you're not. But like you're Christian. But you're not acting like regular Christians. Yeah. <laughs> like Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the exact answer to that is, yes, I mean, we are what we, and what we believe is true Christianity. And unfortunately, not all of you, but a lot of the, a lot of the Torah observance crowd is due to bad Christianity. Oh, yeah. Because they have turned and left the church because the Most church Most of is, you rightfully so. Rightfully <laughs> so. Because the church is an apostasy. Because the church has accepted doctrine of demons and they have the, you know, replacement theology has come into the church and has taken over and it, is, it has replaced everything... You know, that in Roman Catholicism replaced all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, our reformers, many of them are anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, a lot of that is just removed all of this We're out of absolute the, agreeance yeah. with y'all when it comes to all and of I that. I agree with that. So I think that that makes some people curious mm-hmm. because how can you say that you don't follow this, but yet you're living like that, mm-hmm. you know, but so I guess that, I guess that's where the statement needs to come in. So hopefully it's a good one, but I, like I said, I don't disagree with a lot of things and I am honestly educated in it. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I know your arguments. I don't agree with them. Just like I said, I know them fairly well and I have been, I've even learned things. Mm-hmm. I've, I've even learned different ways that, that things have been looked at because, um, you know, just of, of things that we've gotten back. Uh, let's see. I had something with the um, kind of how we apply the the relationship of the law and Torah to um, Christianity, mm-hmm. if you wanted me to share it. What is it? Um, I was pulling up just working on some stuff earlier, just trying to decide how we should, you know, the best way to kind of respond and view okay. to some of this. Um, so, again, all of this comes down to, I really think, just how we take these things and apply them. Like Brandon said, it's not that he's picking and choosing things. He takes the things that we have written and taught clearly in the New Testament letters mm-hmm. and apply them to everything before then, right? So if you right. take those and apply them, that helps to weed out where we draw the line, where these things fall, what mm. applies, what fits, what was fulfilled, you know, and those types of things. We don't go to any outside sources of scripture, but to scripture right. itself and apply that based on that. That's what all of us should be doing. We have seen some people that are Torah observant that completely disregard the Apostle Paul altogether because many things he said goes against what mainstream Torah observance is preaching. And so their right. answer is just, well, Paul He's, was a Paul fluke, wasn't we even, don't listen. Yeah, he wasn't even a real apostle. And anyway. so that's where we have that's serious issues, serious, serious issues. Yeah. But I have heard some big name Torah observant teachers or encouragers, whatever you want to call them, that have flat out said, eh, when it comes to things, I just kind of ignore what Paul says. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's where we have an issue. So let yeah, me share yeah. this. It's not very long. Let me just share this here. But again, just some additional information of kind of where where we see this all fit together because we see it as a very clear cut and dry issue, which kind of gets us like, are you kidding me when these big arguments come up? Because we're like, it's really simple. The key to understanding the relationship between the Christian and the law is knowing that the Old Testament law was given to the nation of Israel, not to Christians. That's just fact, right? He came and he gave the law. It's God's law, but he gave it to his people, the Israelites. The rest of the world was not to well, live under again, this depends on i guess your view of you it but when he came and gave it it wasn't everything but he didn't give it to egypt he gave it to right. the israelites the hebrew people as well, after the they had left I egypt they believe that some people believe that we're grafted in, in that way. i know we are but israel. it was originally given to that it wasn't right. written my point being it sure. wasn't written for christians post jesus that's not where it came into so remember that's we have to go back to see where it came from um, 
Some of the laws were to reveal to the Israelites how to obey and please God. Some of the laws were to show the Israelites how to worship God and atone for sin. Some of them were intended to make them distinct from other nations, right? There's, there's many different things. And yes, we do know that Gentiles that wanted to follow the Lord, the God of Israel, in those times of the Old Testament, they could do so. Yeah, but they could only do so if they subjected themselves to every aspect of the law. That's what the court of the Gentiles was for. Exactly. <laughs> so again, Again, though, that's different. And if you can read through all of the letters in the New Testament and not see the clear differences there, well, we've got some other issues because it's very, very clear the differences of that. Okay, so none of the Old Testament law is binding on Christians today. When Jesus died on the cross, he put an end to the Old Testament law. Romans 10.4, Galatians 3.23-25, Ephesians 2.15. All of those things, all of the biblical holy days, all of the things were to point to Christ. He perfectly fulfilled and is fulfilling and will fulfill all of the things. That's for us. If you've watched any of our stuff about our celebration of the holy days of the biblical feast, it is all about Christ and what he's doing. Absolutely everything is about him. So if you're doing anything and it's not putting your focus on Christ and looking for his soon return, we have an issue because that's what we need to be doing bottom line everything in place of the old testament law christians are under the law of christ that's galatians 6 2 which is to love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and to love your neighbor as yourself he said that in matthew 22 37 and 39 if we obey those two commandments we will be fulfilling all that christ will cry requires of us all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Right there. Those two ones. We don't have to go. He's right. not. Be, Christ isn't there in Matthew 22. He isn't going over what you're eating. He isn't go, if you want to eat a certain way, you, you can do that. But this is what it comes down to. Because again, Christ was constantly pointing out to the religious of his day. It's not about the practices. It's about your heart. That's what I care about. I don't right. care about your rule list and your practices. and Because that's where man gets in and we mess it up. Mm -hmm. It's about your heart. Now, this doesn't mean that the Old Testament law is irrelevant today. Many of the commands in the Old Testament law fall into the categories of loving God and loving your neighbor. The Old Testament law can be a good guidepost for knowing how to love God and knowing what goes into loving your neighbor. At the same time, to say that the Old, te the Old Testament law applies to Christians today is incorrect. The Old Testament law is a unit, James 2.10. Either all of it applies or none of it applies. And that's the thing that I find scary when people will so quickly, well, Christ fulfilled this part of it. He only fulfilled the priesthood and the temple stuff. He didn't fulfill this over here. Well, he fulfilled these ones, but not those ones. You know what I mean? We start cherry. Th that's where I feel like we get a lot of murky stuff where things start getting crazy. Either he did some of it, such as the sacrificial system, or, or he did all of it. I mean, what are we doing here? 1 John 5.3 says, This is love for God, to obey his commands, and his commands are not burdensome. The Ten Commandments were essentially a summary of the entire Old Testament law. right? If you took everything, kind of boiled it down, you pretty much hit on those things. And that's why God wrote them in the stone you know, and gave it to Moses. Hey, here's kind of the overview of everything. And then we break down the practicalities. Like you can look at the Gospels, you can see in Christ's laws there of what he tells us to obey. And then you see the apostles in the letters breaking down in detail some practical application of those things. That's how you weigh everything. 
So nine of the Ten Commandments are clearly repeated in the New Testament, all except the command to observe the Sabbath day. Obviously, if we are loving God, we will not be worshiping false gods or bowing down before idols. If we're loving our neighbors, we'll not be murdering them, lying to them, committing adultery against them, or coveting what belongs to them. The purpose of the Old Testament law is to convict people of our inability to keep the law and point us to our need for Jesus. Romans 7, 7 through 9, Galatians 3, 24. The Old Testament law was never intended by God to be the universal law for all people for all of time. We are to love God and love our neighbors. If we obey those two commands faithfully, we will be upholding all that God requires of us. Right. And I think that that's probably the best like statement of how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. But with acknowledging that there's still a lot of importance to not removing these things no from our practice it is not removed paul himself says it does this mean that it's evil no, no absolutely, absolutely not. not i think that it should be these should be the things that the church celebrates yes completely we should celebrate those because everything points to christ yep Everything is fulfilled in Christ and everything points to Christ. But should we be what, fighting over what food we eat? No, absolutely the, not. Absolutely. But we are in a we still are in a time of exile mm-hmm. away from our king mm-hmm. and we are waiting for this time to be realized. So in this time on our earth that we are to live, you know, why wouldn't we celebrate I think we as Christians mm-hmm. Not do I want to be legalistic with it? No, but if you were going to ask me my opinion on it, I think we as Christians should celebrate these things mm-hmm. that are are fulfilled in Christ. Not every single little. F- I'm talking about. I think that every Christian should celebrate Passover. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should celebrate. I think every Christian should celebrate Hanukkah in place of Christian or uh, Christmas because even though it doesn't take, I, I understand it doesn't. Yes, it's not the Jewish place. Christmas. We understand I understand that. <laughs> it's not the Jewish Christmas, but we as Christians, uh, uh, unfortunately, right, we, we can all agree that the extremists, unfortunately, identify or, or you know, um, make up a majority of, of what people believe about sure. what we think. So, um, you know, why I think every Christian should celebrate Hanukkah because it's freaking awesome and you don't know <laughs> what it's about until you get into it and we don't teach that mm-hmm. we I mean, we don't teach anything about that mm-hmm. and Hanukkah is like the most coolest thing ever because it's well, ultimately fulfilled and the fall feast that we're still waiting to be we and have even though Christmas. listen I understand oh. also Hanukkah was also not it's uh, not an actual an feast actual day feast it's a day of dedication day. yes but I'm just so don't we know, we know, we know. <laughs> I know that. I'm making a generalization here of what Christians think about yes. these things. But I'm in agree and but also the Torah observance goes into uh, some of it believes that 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 Christianity does celebrate these pagan holidays and that's why many of them have left. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. Oh, and yeah, that's absolutely. where I'm that's why I said Hanukkah and where I would in place of Christmas I as a Christian, if you're trying to break away from the pagan you know, rituals you've break grown up away from with. a pagan pagan ritual, and not to disrespect Hanukkah by using it as a, a substitution for Christmas. Because of course not. I understand what the meaning behind Hanukkah is, and even though it was not a given festival, 
it was something that Jesus celebrated. Mm-hmm. And oh, why did Jesus celebrate it? Because he was a Jew. He was, I mean, that was it all points to him. Mm-hmm. So I, there's, we have done a terrible disservice to that. And again, I, I bring up replacement theology as being the, the culprit for most of this. And mm-hmm. I am so far against that. And that identifies a lot of Christianity today. That or the extreme view where you have this just conservative ridiculous we support israel and everything and you have no idea what you're even saying yeah. doing you just think that it's trump and israel are friends and like and, end of story and, and god and that's it yeah you know like you just that's why you do it and I, there's a lot of ignorance in that too which uh, there's a lot of stupidity in that that i completely disagree with but i like to to there's this truth in the middle here there's this truth that you know like i said before you christians that think that you're going to be celebrating these festivals mm-hmm. yeah because it says specifically in isaiah that you will be celebrating these things mm-hmm. guess what there's going to be another temple again mm-hmm. guess what christ is going to rule on the throne of david which is in jerusalem and that's a reality. This is a political kingdom. This is a, this is what, this is, and I understand again that not all Torah observant believers hold to this type of. Again, it's just like back in, you know, I, I guess I would say Jesus' time when there was no one view on Judaism, you know, because you had two separate groups that completely disagreed on things that were that were your biggest opponents. Um, so I guess it's the same. So I know not all of them do, but most of the Torah observant crowd are pre-tribulational, pre-millennial mm-hmm. Christian or, or believers. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, you're right. He is. Because all that is still, yeah, if you think that, no, Jerusalem, if I forget you, yeah, no. Do you think he did away with the Jew? Absolutely, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And Paul makes that clear. You know, he said, what benefit is there to being a Jew? You thought, you know, if if there was no benefit at all, he wouldn't have said, oh, there's much great benefit. He's like, you know, th- there is. There's a, there's a, there's a ton there. And, well, and pe- so Jesus says to love others, right? And people are like, well, how do we know to love others if we don't follow the law? You know, well, 1 Corinthians 13 makes that incredibly clear. Right. Because you can go through that and you need to be able to, we've been talking about it in our biblical womanhood study. Mm-hmm. We started with your husband, but you need to be able to go through 1 Corinthians 13 and where Paul is listing out what love is and what it looks like and how you actually do these things as in obeying the law of Christ. You should be able to check every single one of those things off with every single human being. Sure. That is what your requirement is there. And it's something like when you're here in Colossians chapter 2, that this is where I don't get when you see the division that comes from it. And anything that's causing division, that's a thing we have issues with. So those in the Torah observant crowd that are causing division or implying division Mm -hmm. is where we have an issue. Starting in 16, therefore let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. So if you are Mm -hmm. implying or suggesting based off of what somebody is eating, whether they're keeping kosher or not, Mm -hmm. whether they're celebrating Sabbath or not, whether they're celebrating festivals or not, what are you doing? 
These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you. Right? And this is where we start getting into these issues and you start seeing these things that come out of it. And it stinks because we talked about it in the podcast, but KJV onlyism and then Torah observance would be our second is where we see people get the nastiest. And it's heartbreaking because it's, it hurts to see that kind of division within the body. And I'm not saying that anybody that we are talking to is one of those people, but that's what we get written into us so much. People that have been hurt and damaged by it. Mm-hmm. And when you are causing things, when you are telling someone that they have to do these things and they have to, if they really love God, they're going to do all of these things and pursue all of this Torah and, mm-hmm. and speak a certain way and do a certain thing. And you start causing all of these problems. People turn around and they walk away. They get confused and they give up because then they read where Paul and the other apostles are trying to clarify these things in the New Testament. And they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. And that we see so many issues and that just breaks our hearts. Yeah. Did you want to share your line of where you yeah, draw this? Yeah, that was going to be my next, like, my next comment on that. Um. If we haven't made this part clear, like message us and let us know because i don't know what else i feel like we're just talking in circles now trying to make our point clear of where we stand in scripture that you know we get this from yeah i mean but that was one of your questions of okay well then where do we draw the line mm-hmm. yeah. so you're saying that we can't fight over what food we eat or if we do or don't do sabbath on what day or whatever where do we draw the line yeah right and i think you know i'm i'm Again, I want to tell you that, like, I think Micah, I think Isaiah, I think they're referring to the millennial kingdom. And they're, yeah. and the word and the law will go out from Zion. Mm-hmm. Why do you, of course I believe in, in this stuff. Like, this is, this hasn't gone anywhere. Nope. I just don't believe that any of the letter or any of the prayer any of that now i believe that i am set free from all of that in christ and i believe that i am allowed to have complete freedom in christ you want to know the line i can do whatever i want but we also know that there's ways that we act in things that we do that shows that we are enemies of the cross of Christ mm-hmm. and the sacrifice. I mean, one is repentance. Two is, um, you know, we have, you brought up Corinthians. We have the whole book of Corinthians. Paul expressively states many, many, many times, like he is just hammering in a point that um, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander, idolatry, greed, all these different things, these things are evident. And these are the things that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's very clear where this line comes from to me. So those lines so, of the will it, not inherit, those are the lines. Right, and how do they fit, how do those fit into our everyday lives? I think is more of where this comment was kind of, where where this question was kind of directed because that's where the conversation gets interesting mm-hmm. is because this is where pe- most people go, well, what is it that you really believe then? Like I said, because yeah. you're leaning more like observant here of Torah, but yet you're you're, you're saying, saying that we that don't have to. We don't have Torah. to, and that you don't you think it's kind of ridiculous because 
for whatever your own personal reasons are. I don't need to say what my own personal reasons are that I don't do it. Um, I, I, for me, I think it's kind of, I think there's, as far as, okay, my personal opinion is that it's poser. You're being a poser. But that doesn't make you one. That does not make you one. So please, either of these two people that just commented, please do not misquote me or think that I am calling you such. Or that I think that about you. Overall, you see many people who get an emotional feeling. They jump on the train. All of a sudden, they cover their head and they use Hebrew right. words. Right. And they don't really understand the things exactly. they're talking about. Exactly. And that's what I that's what I want to move. And I don't I don't lump either of you into that. No, no. Because I, I hope that we've given you enough uh, like respect that to was even broad look, spectrum right broad spectrum understand i hope we've given you enough spec that 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 listen i understand that there's people that adhere to this belief that are extreme that are smarter than i am and that know a heck of a lot more than i do so i would no way generalize everybody like that and say that that this has anything to do with that um but i i think over a broad We're spectrum unfortunately about the, large the extremes amount. the extremes they're like hopping from movement to movement they do. like they diet hop, fads right you know? they do and they don't hold to it and they're like okay well all of a sudden Catholic. i'm gonna do now this I'm tour observant. now i'm now observant. I'm now I'm now do, I'm... and then yeah they go they go from one thing to the other we see that with you know and then we see that in christianity too so i i'm not singling you out but i this is the subject that we're talking about uh, yeah, here's the comment that where it's interesting. You guys should do a podcast on the deal breakers on what you think the are essentials and what aren't. Also, to be fair, I think many people, myself included, have skewed view of crazies. Like if a new believer saw Beth, 100% agree with that. And I don't want, like I said, I don't mean to to love all believers into one. But what are deal breakers? What are essentials and what aren't? If you decide to to fall more into the the Torah or the crowd and you don't that's where this gets interesting is because i don't think christianity is following christ at all i don't think what he what he came for and what what we're commanded to do i don't think that that's the general way that we walk you guys the ones that have your head on straight find this in in Torah observance somehow i don't find it in there i mean i understand that um you guys definitely are set apart and live a life different from the world which is the what i definitely respect out of it and what i think more christians should do i don't think the way that we are are walking in our everyday christianity this is my opinion so don't please don't anybody think that I have some sort of authority or I'm trying to be authoritative in in stating these things that this lumps every single Christian believer into this too but because everybody's situation looks different and that's not my 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 point to judge but I think overall the whole of Christianity is not behaving correctly its priorities are completely skewed and it's caught in pagan idolatry so I, I I think that we're none of us are doing that correct. But I also think that the New Testament is completely clear about such things. Mm -hmm. Do not love the world or the things in the world. I don't need the law to tell me that the the obviousness the of that. Mm -hmm. What does Jesus say? That Satan is the god of this world. Mm -hmm. 
okay well that to me would be everything that i see in front of me everything that the way that the this world this worldly system is going just like what jesus said he was talking to rome in his day rome is very comparable to what we we all live around now i mean we have democracy why do you think jesus came in a perfect time do you understand? I mean, you have to understand that the way that the middle, well, the whole free world at that time was shaped, it was a perfect timing for him to come into the world, right? Because we had, we had language, we had a time that was relatively peaceful with the Pax Romana. You you had a time that was was basically um, there was a sense of justice, you know, even though Rome kind of, you know, forced that its way just comparable like to today <laughs> just very comparable to today yeah i mean that's exactly what we did i mean i i get i get crap too much for people telling me that i compare america to rome way too much I'm like how can you not all the way down to the eagles yeah i don't know how you couldn't um but the timing of when the messiah did come into the world i mean a lot in what he was talking about that makes it relative to what we're dealing with and talking about today he was talking about against this worldly system it's very clear what we see we see that in the public school system we see that in our everyday lives we can see all these things perfectly clear or we should I do. I guess when I say we, I'm me and the mouse in my pocket. <laughs> but I I believe that these things are extremely clear. And I believe that we are we are definitely called out and, and set apart to be completely different than the rest of the world. But I you know, I, I, I just don't think you need a whole bunch of practices to to assist you with that. If you do, that's fine. Um, the practices only um, if they make you a better person, then of course you need those. If but they for draw me, you close, closer to the Lord, yeah, then there's I don't wrong think I think that you can take you can develop this viewpoint off of Scripture, off of the New Testament without coming and in, in bringing the to our observance into it. I believe that the Holy Spirit is powerful enough that that I can. Um, you know that it that it leaves me strong enough to to deep worship with my god that i don't need anything else i i mean but that's just me yeah that doesn't mean i'm generalizing if 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 you guys like this that's cool if you guys get something more out of it cool the thing i i don't know that that makes it better than how i worship or it doesn't and i don't think that either one of you are saying that but but there are many who there do. are many who do and I think that that's more what we need to address because I think those type of people do ruin your belief. They do. They do because both of you had your head screwed on. I mean, every, well, not both of you. It's more than two of you. It's, it's everybody that has been commenting so far. It's been respectful so far. And it's been a, a, a conversation where you guys are asking questions. I can tell that there's a little bit of – there's a little bit of – not animosity there, but there's just a little bit of like, whoa, 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 mister, which – that's cool. I, I mean, that, I'd rather have that than somebody coming and attacking or well, misunderstanding and taking mm -hmm. out of context what I'm saying. So what we have here is is awesome. And I think in it, there's interesting. I hope this has been an interesting conversation on the topic. Um, 
I think a note that we would like to add in, though, because, again, not talking about anybody that we were just talking to about this, but I'm talking about in totality of all of the people that we talked to about this. Are you letting Torah observance become an idol? Become an idol. I knew that's where you were going with that. Because we see that a ton, where it has gone from being something that they feel points them to Christ and keeps them focused on Christ, and instead it becomes more about Torah observance mm-hmm. than it does Christ. Mm-hmm. And we see oh. that so much. Mm-hmm. Where it's more, and you're doing the same, and that's, that goes back to the original issue that Jesus was constantly going, you Pharisees, you hypocrites, mm-hmm. check your heart. Yeah, exactly. It is more about sharing how, look what I'm doing for Shabbat. Look mm-hmm. how I am eating kosher. Look how we do this. Look how we do this. Look how well, we do and, that. And then let's for, not forget, too, the example, the same thing that Peter did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went right back to this. Paul opposed Cephas he to his face. He went right back to this. As soon as all the Jews were around, as all soon of a sudden, as all it was like, the Jews oh. were around, it's, oh no, can't eat with them. We have to do it this way, you know, because mm-hmm. like he was embarrassed. Is that dairy in my meat? No. All of a sudden, extremely, we get real re- extremely embarrassed and a coward because he was afraid of what the elders would say. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have that perfect example of there, and Paul got pissed. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you're a Jew. What are you doing? You know better than this. You walked with Christ. Yep. What are you doing? So, but also Paul didn't say, hey, don't ever celebrate Jewish stuff again. Yeah, you know, like he, he never yeah. said that. He said that there was great benefit in it. And and he explained, that's what I think the grafting process that he speaks of in Romans is is perfectly clear. I, I really think that the book of, I think it does make it extremely clear what all this means. It means that the root is still Israel. Mm-hmm. I believe that the church has been grafted into this Israel tree and we don't replace Israel. Nope. The church is definitely separate from Israel, but we are all under one. I mean, we like it's, like he says, we are grafted in. We are one people now. And we become part of this so these like i said these very jewish things that are still going to be happening this is where christians are extremely misinformed there there's a lot of jew stuff that you're gonna have to learn coming into this millennial king which i mean it'll all work itself out i wouldn't be concerned about it but from your human uh on this earth right now perspective Mm -hmm. um I'm just giving you a lot of 411 on it that you're going to need to learn a lot of Jew stuff because there's there's all that this whole time period that we're going into with the thousand years this millennial kingdom of Christ when the Messiah returns and finally brings in this kingdom that ultimately leads to the eternal state but when he when he does this kingdom this is all the promises that he still has to fulfill to Israel. 
that he still will fulfill to Israel. And there's Ezekiel makes it clear that there's there's a whole very you know a temple process that goes along with this. Um, I'm a personal believer in absolutely there's going to be anim, animal sacrifices in the millennial kingdom. That's clear, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that the New Testament text between Hebrews. Um, you know, okay, between all the letters, I think Hebrews specifically, but I think all the letters um, make that very clear in that it doesn't fall outside of any, um, you know, any kind of orthodox belief that we still, even though Christ is the sacrifice, that we still in the millennial kingdom realize that there's humans that will be living on this earth then there still will be sin not that there's the level of sin it was because the devil is bound but there's still sin and there still will be the the reality of that sin even though Christ paid for it there's still a reality to that and I think this is backed up in the text it's backed up in in the Old Testament, and it's the Old Testament is clear that you know there's going to be these very Jewish things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all this stuff reinstituted. I think you're you know I think you're kind of missing out on a lot of cool stuff if you don't know these things. Mm-hmm. And if anything that I sound said in this podcast sounds alien to you, then I suggest that you you know dig a little bit deeper into it and realize that this is um you know there's there's reality to this so that's where i agree with you know a good majority of the torah observance crowd so again if you feel that you want to keep to dietary laws sure you feel that it's you know a requirement that you're you're not a requirement but you feel very strongly that you want to do certain things you have freedom in Christ to do these things. You have freedom in Christ to go and, and keep yourself in those things. And yes, there are, most all of it is, it is, it's beautiful and it's great and it's good. And we have ruined the beauty of that completely. Right. But it's the teaching that it is a must. It is implying these things. That's where when we speak on it, we have issues and problems. Because if I am truly loving you, how am I doing that when I am causing division within you and in issues in that? So um, there is a very clear line scripture again, time and time again, all of those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. Those, there are very black and white clear things. And then there's some of these areas that what do you feel is best for you? What is the Holy spirit calling you to do? Obey that. But I'll tell you what, I mean, we can keep, we can keep this conversation going on i don't mind having a civil i matter of fact i, enjoy I love a civil discussing conversation this. With this i don't want to fight you i don't want to fight <laughs> so i think maybe on youtube the comments will be locked yeah just because people want to fight because people want to mm-hmm. fight but on it since this has been instagram so far or email us or email but yeah. i don't think we need to lock them for instagram I think, no 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 I think yeah okay. but for youtube but people listen just we fight. will delete anything that is not respectful yeah, if you're just coming I'm to not, fight and cause division, If you're coming division, to fight and no. to bicker, it'll be gone because that's not what we're here for. 
we found a bunch of people that look like they want to have an honest discussion with a brother true, and sister yeah, in Christ. Which yeah. they brought up a lot of good points. Mm-hmm. They brought up a lot of things. So I think it's worth discussing this and the fact that we've been attacked from it on their side of it. I'd rather have somebody that has that feels that yeah of course there's crazies in our belief that's not what we're oh, saying yeah no yeah that's what i, I want to have communication with that just like just like i do with people that have different views on the kingdom and and we're gonna get more into this i promise that's where i wanted to turn some of this podcast but it wasn't going to but because i was searching the hashtag for christian podcast yesterday on instagram oh gosh oh my god and i was sickened I cannot believe this. But that's where there's so much Kingdom Now theology mm-hmm. in in this. And this is just coming out and poisoning so many of young Christians. And yep. But at the same time, there's people that have an honest, true heart belief that this is what Scripture says. And that Jesus, is, this is a spiritual reign in believers' hearts. That Jesus, yes, they acknowledge everything that they need to fit in the box of Orthodox Christianity. Mm-hmm. They say, this is just what I believe. And that's fine. If that, I'd like to have a conversation with, with those people that don't try to attack your view and mm-hmm. try to make fun of it. And I hope that I haven't done that. Now, there's because that still fits in the box of Orthodox Christianity. Mm-hmm. You're not going to come with me with this new new apostolic reformation crap and then get me to engage because that's complete heresy. And you are committing absolute heresy with that. So I won't have any. But when we have things like I understand that Torah pursuant people that pursue this and do this i respect that that's a that's a movement and i don't there's nothing wrong with it and our family leans right in there with you (laughs) we we do lean in there with you but i think there's also some serious damaging things yep that can be heresy in this view that that are definitely outside of what what christ did what he accomplished Mm -hmm. and what the church is and and, scripture's clear on it and what scripture says Mm -hmm. Um, and there's some serious heresy, just like there is with Christianity, like I just said. So Bethel, mega right, churches. <laughs> right. So I'm not going to deal with any serious, we all know what the box of Orthodox Christianity or, you know, just an Orthodox view is, right? We all understand that they, and believe in the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just boil it down to the gospel. Because I think, you know, if we can boil it down to the ABCs of salvation and the gospel... I think then we have a much conversation. Yeah. And how we interpret different things like that. Some of it isn't important. Some of it is. Um, so, but the, this kingdom stuff is, uh, you know, I, I would love if somebody has just, or at least if somebody would just acknowledge like, hey, I'm not attacking the rapture or that view. Ah, matter of fact, like, okay, I could see it. I just don't agree with it. Sure. Okay, cool. If somebody subscribes to Think Kingdom Now theology. Okay, fine, cool. Just, Just like hold we're... open this view that says that you can't absolutely point a finger at the other person and make fun of them and tell them they're wrong because what if they're not? Vice like, versa. But like we say here with Torah Observant, I can see where you might get led down that path to be where you find yourself at with that. I completely sure. understand Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I don't see that in scripture sure 
to to that extent to sure. that degree. Yeah, then I don't. That I, doesn't make you wrong or me wrong. Right. That just makes us interpret things differently and go about things because maybe it does boil down to a lot of this is what you believe things that Jesus either said mm-hmm. or what things about Jesus. And that's why I said, like in First John, a lot of people say that he in the way the way that he walked. Well, duh, he was a Jew and he celebrated the Jewish and he was nothing as, you know. Jewish law and all of those, yeah. Right. You interpret that verse differently than I do or that passage differently than I do. That's fine that you interpret it that way. But just as long as you're not being, you know, um, you know, legalistic about it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what it really boils down to is just to those. And I, I just I don't agree with those. But that doesn't make any of it, like you said, that doesn't make any But if of you it. want to further the conversation, seriously, you can reach out to us, email yeah. us, whatever. I mean, we'd love to continue to have a discussion on this. If you have points that you'd like for us to address and go over, you know, your passages and what we think, whatever, we're totally happy to do it. Again, we're just not going to fight with anybody because we're not going to do things that cause division amongst believers. Right, and you're definitely, this is definitely more just your interest related. Like, I love I can, this stuff. I can answer it on a on a how Brandon level. loves kingdom stuff that you guys know because he's always talking about it mm-hmm. that's how I am with Torah and Old Testament festivals things like that like that's my jam just like kingdom stuff is Brandon so yeah like if I, I could you know I, I could see myself following some Torah stuff if I had patience for it <laughs> I could yeah I really could and if I could get past it I couldn't, I couldn't get past wearing a kit, but I couldn't do any of that. I wouldn't, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't recite. I mean, some, sometimes reciting some of the prayers, there's a lot of beauty in that. Mm-hmm. And, and especially doing it in Hebrew, I think that's something that's, that's beautiful. But for you, it doesn't feel authentic. But for me, it doesn't feel authentic. And mm-hmm. it feels like I'm just reaching and I'm trying and I don't feel, and it's not something that I, you know, I just think for me, it's kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it cheesy. <laughs> just what I well, think Well, it's funny because you it. say that. Like, for you, it doesn't feel authentic. If you were to try to switch everything over to just be using the Hebrew words and the different things and reciting but the certain things. But when we celebrate Passover and we do these things, it feels completely authentic to me. I mean, we teach our kids Hebrew. We do, you know, we do right. these different things because we think it is interesting and there's a lot of greatness right. to be ha- learned out like, of that. I, I mean, my whole house is, like, based around Modest Yahoo. <laughs> Even though he's not Christian, he... We believe that he completely knows Christ because his music <laughs> reflects we, it. We see it all we in just, it. He doesn't know it or doesn't believe it. Well, so and I think that's, that's, that's and fine, you're right. But... And that is where we throw people off. All we do is listen to Hebrew yeah, artists. We do. We have mezuzahs on every doorpost. We, we have menorahs people. in our house. We, we confuse <laughs> people. I understand. But I, and I think that's where. But we don't claim a movement. But at the same time, we also get attacked like we don't know a lot of these things. I know. It's but I'm weird. like, I don't no, get like it. literally, we do. We have two <laughs> we do mezuzahs. All of these things. Three. Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we celebrate the feasts. Mm-hmm. We know the like we. we 
We host Shabbat. We yeah, do we, like we all do the these things. things. Yeah. So what is it that? <laughs> but we don't I, I, claim a movement, I don't. And, and we are kind of opposed to claiming any movement across the board because that's just something that personally bothers us to try to divide up and group up in any movement, and we're kind of opposed to that across the board. I think that's what kind of it is not throwing stuff. It's off. not pick and choose what you do. It's complete freedom in Christ. Yeah. And maybe my 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 interpretation of that and the orthodox belief and and teaching of that am I loving the Lord interpretation with all my heart, mind, of and that yeah is that um that I have complete and utter freedom and I am bound from not bound by anything I'm not a slave to anything what Christ did on the cross paid for absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every practice, every law, every payment, every and the only thing that he asks is that we believe, mm-hmm. that we love, mm-hmm. that we understand repentance and forgiveness and the fact that we are not deserving. That that's that's the things that that we need to worry about, but as far as that i mean there's there's complete freedom there's nothing that i'm a slave to mm-hmm. i'm not a slave to a movement even though we call it's christianity even you know i don't that's a label we follow and normally the people will say that when they're wanting to disregard any kind of lifestyle or anything like that well no i mean obviously we can see the very things that show us that we will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. We will be thrown out into outer darkness if we are caught doing these things. Destruction is waiting for the people who are sexually immoral, that are thieves, false witnesses, caught in idolatry, greed, blasphemous, slanders. I already said slanders, but that's what we're talking about so we went way over let's continue this again if we didn't clarify a couple things but like i said let's just keep it let's try to keep it civil we don't want to fight we're not here to fight um you know we're we're here for christ and we're here to serve and we have been drug into a lot of these topics and this is, believe me, I would I, I would rather not, I enjoy doing the podcast, but I would rather not have to, def, you know, spend them defending different, different things. You know, I would, I would much rather be talking about the soon return of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> than arguing over what food we're eating and doing on certain days. Right. All right. Hopefully that helps. Yeah. yeah Somebody? Yeah. Anybody? <laughs> One person else? Uh, and hopefully I didn't, listen... Again, thank you, ladies, so much. Mm-hmm. I hope I was respectful in the way that we handled this. Uh, if I hope I did not offend anybody. Please don't take any disrespect to anything. We are open. We love, you know, and, and we don't, we're not judging anybody. 